Blog Talk Radio. We live! We're live! Live from Chicago and Las Vegas. You're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's page one. It's page one. With LaVar and Mary. With LaVar and Mary. What's going on, Blog Talk Radio Nation? You are tuned into page one for this Friday night, June 2nd, 2023. So glad you could be with us. We're now in the month of June. Uh, and before this month is over, we will be halfway done with the year. How's that? <laughs> um, this has gone way too fast, but we are what, a few days, a few weeks from summer, the official start of summer, or the summer solstice. You, yes, I, I say solstice, but uh, I know other people have other words for it. Uh, but as always, <laughs> before then, I'm joined by my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I am good. Uh, shocked that we're in June, already, like, freaking out because the year is halfway over. Insane. How are you doing? I am good. It is Friday. So, as always, I am always good. Um, I have some interesting things to note here uh, in a few moments as we kind of get into the show. Uh, it is a busy weekend here in Chicago. And if you're here, in the, you got pretty much a lot of visitors in town for a lot of different stuff, but one thing in particular, and I'll explain that here momentarily. Um, but I'm good. Uh, it is the beginning. You know, it's it's 80 degrees around here. It's it's nice. It's not rainy. You know, I wish it was rain because I will tell you this. Uh, on Memorial Day, I, I, I grilled. And as I stepped out onto my lawn, uh, it felt like I was walking on a bed of nails. It was kind of like crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> uh, which means, yeah, we need a little bit of rain here. Uh, <laughs> dry grass, not good. Uh, so, yeah, but, um, no, this is, uh, it's, it's been a little dry, so hopefully we get a little bit of rain. I know some places, unfortunately, are, uh, there's already, I think, a, uh, the first tropical storm, which is forming. Um, so I know they've got bigger issues, but yeah, right now it's about mid, mid to upper 70s here in Chicago. I know it's a little warmer out there in the West, uh, and hopefully wherever you're at, it is nice. Uh, but, yeah, that's the kind of weekend it will be here. This is uh, unofficially in this town. Uh, you know, we call it the Windy City. Uh, but th- for the next three days, it is Swifty City. Uh, Taylor Swift is in town for three concerts, uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Uh, I think at one point tickets were as much as $92,000, which is crazy. <laughs> like if whoever has $92,000 to just spend on a ticket, like spend, spend it on me. I'll, I'll, right. I'll just, yeah, I'll take it. 
I'm just trying to figure out, though. Like, you know, I know people have spent, like, a good chunk of money um, on this concert. Like, it brings apart, like, a few things. One, you know, if you were able to get it at face value, good for you. But if you were not able to, unfortunately, you kind of have to deal with the the ticket scalpers. I mean, that's what they are. Uh, but the fun, it was two interesting things that I read this week uh, in regards to the concerts and overall, uh, because she has quite a few concerts going on. And one was the fact, and this isn't surprising, um, that some Taylor Swift fans are taking extreme measures so that they don't miss a single song at one of her concerts, not even for a restroom break. Some Swifties have taken to TikTok saying that they are attending shows wearing adult diapers. Uh, They say after the stress and cost of getting tickets, they don't want to spend one second of her performance waiting in line for the restroom. Uh, For those who aren't ready for that level of commitment, there's a Reddit thread where people are sharing their errors to her bathroom break songs. Now, the 52-day tour kicked off in March with a six-song set from her album Lover on March 17th in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, having not toured for her previous three albums, the concert series is intended to play catch-up by providing the live debut of many of those songs. And the tour will conclude with two shows at Englewood SoFi Stadium in August. But that's like people at casinos. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say to that. I don't even know if you want to admit that. <laughs> even casinos, seriously, are less. I, I, I don't. I don't want to say less likely to do that, but I mean, there's there are less people that do that at casinos. There are then, some. I'm not going to say there aren't any, but there are some. <laughs> but it's not as as. Oh, I just. I don't know. I don't know anybody that I'd watch like that. And then the other thing that comes from this, uh, which I guess I can understand, but then I can't, uh, there is something out um, called Taylor Amnesia. So uh, it was an interesting thing from Inside Edition here in the States. Uh, One person was talking about, or some Taylor Swift fans are claiming that they have no memory of their concert experience in a new phenomenon called Taylor Amnesia. As uh, as we said, the artist is going through her sold-out tour. Several Swifties are saying that they do not remember much of the concert they attended just moments earlier. Uh, One person told Inside Edition that she spent nearly $1,000 on a ticket to see Swift at a concert in Philadelphia, but she couldn't remember what song she played after leaving the venue. She said it was so surreal. Afterwards, as they were leaving, uh, she was like, did she play that song? I don't remember this song. I don't remember her doing that. And doctors say that Taylor amnesia is a real phenomenon, and it is not abnormal. They say that emotion and memory are closely intertwined, and if you have a strong emotion, you can either heighten the memory or you can suppress it. This according to a neurologist. The Taylor Swift concerts, it looks like it is so exciting that they forgot a lot of it. That would suck if you spent that kind of money on a ticket and you forgot it. Like, right. Dude. Were you high at that Not point? Not cool. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah. No. But welcome to Chicago, Taylor, uh, where she will be the next three days. I know she doesn't have time to listen to us tonight because she is busy singing. Uh, but I do know that afterwards, as she unwinds, she might be able to listen. So welcome here, Taylor. Um, Tonight On this show uh, Almanac coming up here in a few moments uh, Got a couple of topics for you And then we'll have retro moment of the week We'll also have a look at what's trending And tonight's potpourri night So got a bunch of stuff to share with you And that's it Um, Nothing special Nothing else special tonight We'll take it as it goes as we always know, the show, uh, <laughs> we'll think of something, and we'll probably spend quite some time on it. But uh, that's all I have planned tonight. This is one of those things where we reach the summer month. Uh, stories become a little bit harder to, like, find because there's so much that happens, I think, in the early part of the year, late part of the year. Uh, middle part of the year, everybody's doing their thing. So, yeah. Um, think of it. We're the only show that really doesn't take – I mean, we might take a weekend or two off here and there, but we don't really take time off extensively. Um, Mm -hmm. We might miss you for a week or two, but we're always back. So it's not like this is the season finale and we'll see you in the fall. (laughs) We have a cliffhanger episode for you. (laughs) Doesn't happen that way. (laughs) Ah, Cliffhanger. What would our cliffhanger be? Uh, Well, most cliffhangers on shows are either like, someone's pregnant and someone's the father or uh, someone's leaving town and there's a threat of them leaving or there's a breakup and everybody thinks that stuff's over or something drastically changes or somebody gets sick and nearly dies. That's like a cliffhanger. <laughs> no, I, I understand that, but what would ours be? Because none of those things will happen. Um, I don't know what our cliffhanger would be. Maybe it's like um, – a guest that calls in and says that they're taking over the show. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Could we have a brand new set of hosts in this place? <laughs> Quite possibly. Um, and you season know what? Next I'm, yeah, yeah, two in. We shall see. <laughs> But um, the almanac, I'm glad I had that on standby. The almanac tonight, it is June 2nd. Uh, we are in International Volkswagen Bus Day, National Rotisserie Chicken Day. It is National Bubba Day. It is National Leave the Office Early Day, which we did actually today. National Rocky Road Day. And today, I hope that a lot of you were able to take advantage. It was National Donut Day. Mm. Hopefully you did. Tomorrow I did not. Uh, see, I didn't either. Um, does a Nutrigrain bar call, <laughs> does that come close? No, no not even the same. Um, <laughs> tomorrow is World Clubfoot Day. Um, it is also National Play Outside Day because it's the first Saturday of the month. Uh, it is World Bicycle Day. It is National Black Bear Day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it is National Bubbly Day. 
it is National Egg Day, National Chocolate Macaroon Day, National Trails Day, uh, National or it is Chim Chimborazo Day. I know. I see the look. Uh-huh. Of, Huh? Oh, I'm sure you said that wrong, but I can't even come up with something that's near what that would be. Well, you know what it is, though, right? No. No. No, I'm sure. I think I said it correctly. Chimborazo. Uh, it celebrates the highest. Uh, it's also a day to lace up the hiking boots and hit the closest trail. Uh, Chimborazo is the uh-huh. highest mountain in Ecuador. Uh, the mountain measures 20,000 feet. It's uh, less than Mount Everest, which is more than 29,000 feet. While technically Chimborazo is not the highest mountain in the world, it is the highest point on Earth. How can that be? Uh, it all depends on how the mountains are measured. Uh, Chimborazo is located on the Earth's bulge at the equator. Because the mountain is measured from Earth's center instead of sea level, it is the closest point to the moon. So. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. It also is a dormant volcano that last erupted 1,400 years ago. And the word Chimborazo either means women of snow or mountain of ice. Well, that makes a difference because is it women of snow or mountain of ice? Take your pick. (laughs) Not today, honey. I've got a headache. (laughs) And tomorrow is one of our favorite days of the year because every day I do this. Um, tomorrow is National Repeat Day. Tomorrow's National Repeat Day. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow's National Repeat Day. (laughs) So, yes, tomorrow's National Repeat Day. (laughs) We do that every year. (laughs) And then on Sunday, it is National Hug Your Cat Day. I know some of you are not cat lovers. Uh, uh, hopefully your cat doesn't scratch you if you try to do that. I just going to say, you hug your cat if the cat lets you. There is a joke in there, and I'm not going to go there. Uh, it's also International Day of Innocent Children, Victims of Aggression, National Clean Beauty Day. Uh, it is also National Safe Day, it's National Cognac Day, National Cheese Day. It's National Old Maids Day. Uh, It is also National uh, Cancer Survivors Day. And then on Monday, it is World Environment Day. It's the International Day for the Fight Against Illegal, Unreported, and Unregulated Fishing. Say that two times fast. Uh, National Veggie Burger Day. National Moonshine Day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yes, I know. You can celebrate with a ve- veggie burger. <laughs> I love veggie burgers. <laughs> veggie burgers with a large fry, yeah. <laughs> with a, with bacon. Veggie burgers yes, with, with bacon. Yes, ba- with bacon. <laughs> Just, so on Monday, go and do that, please. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> I don't think I need to tell you all the shameful story of what she did with a veggie burger or um... vegan burger, which was even better. Ugh. Short story, vegan burger. I'm sorry. This vegan burger was really good. It, it was really good. The burger itself was good. But I am not a vegan nor a vegetarian. So 
as a non-vegan, non-vegetarian, I am not opposed to this. I had the vegan burger with cheese <laughs> and a <the> milkshake. <laughs> Someone is shaking their head. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, National Moonshine Day. It is also National Gingerbread Day. And Monday is National Start Over Day. Okay. What are we starting over? Um, anything. Uh, pretty much what the day does uh, is to remind you it's perfectly fine to start over. It's about the decision to accept failure and start over from scratch. So if you remember the old saying, if at first you don't succeed, and try, try again. Uh, all of us seem to have heard it at one time or another. Uh, we can all agree it's been used to inspire us to never give up and keep trying. Or as my good friend Curly from the Three Stooges used to always say, if at first you don't succeed, keep sucking until you do succeed. <laughs> uh, and then on Tuesday, why is my voice giving out on me all of a sudden? Now, I've been fine all day. Until I get before this mic. Hold on a second. Forgive me, dear friends. Hello. Man. Yeah. I mean, it's not your radio. That was actually me. Um, and then Tuesday is Russian Language Day. Uh, World Pest Day. It's National Day of Sweden. Don't forget, it is also D-Day, remember it's day, on June 6th. Uh, National Eyewear Day. National Higher Education Day. It's National Applesauce Cake Day, and then it is also um, National Gardening Exercise Day, National Yo-Yo Day. Yeah, gardening exercise, there is such a thing. (laughs) And it's National Drive-In Movie Day. Drive-In Movies. Gosh, takes me back. Hand on my head. <laughs> so old. I try to remember. Are we the only ones uh, in the U.S. that did drive-ins, or were there drive-ins in other parts of the world? I I I don't know. I'm not sure. I know that the U.S. does have drive-ins. They are across the U.S. There's a drive-in theater here near Las Vegas. So. I mean, and that's something that's still operating. Which is cool. Still in um, operation, yeah. I'm not sure if I can hang out for a double feature, though. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 I don't think anybody out for a double feature out here. It's, see how long your AC can work. Probably not long. <laughs> and then on Wednesday, it's World Caring Day. It's World Food Safety Day. National Oklahoma Day. It's National Chocolate Ice Cream Day, which I think chocolate ice cream always gets the shaft because most people like either vanilla or strawberry. And remember those Neapolitan ones you usually used to go for the first two, and you always left that mound of chocolate at the end? See, I left the mound of strawberry. I was always the chocolate fiend. Give me my chocolate ice cream and my vanilla ice cream, and I'm down. I love the swirl <laughs> saucer. Do you know? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, you straightened it out. <laughs> um, it is also National Boone Day, 
National Running Day, and it is National VCR Day. And if you kids don't know what a VCR is, shame on you. Um, Game! <laughs> June 8th, next Thursday, it is World Pet Memorial Day, uh, World Brain Tumor Day, World Oceans Day, Nas- <laughs> National Name Your Poison Day. <laughs> uh, it is <laughs> National Best Friends Day, and it's National Upsy Daisy Day. Best friends forever, best friends forever. So you can have a you can have a National Best Friends Day and celebrate Upsy Daisy Day by, I guess, lifting them up in the air. (laughs) Upsy Daisy. Um, And then to give you a. I guess a preview of next week. Next Friday, it is National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day. It is National Earl Day. <laughs> if your name is Earl, Archie. Okay. Lucky. Um, it is World Anti-Phospholipid Antibody Syndrome Day. Oh, here I am stuck if both got to die. Uh... <laughs> Coral Triangle Day. National Movie Night, and next Friday is also. Um, I think every. I think if I do recall, I stopped you on this last year. Um, it is the commemoration of the birthday of an animated cartoon character. Yeah, I didn't. Wasn't it like it was Mickey Mouse? No. Or something like that. I went and I went. Oh no, no. I said it was Mickey Mouse. You stump me every year with this one. <laughs> um, I will give you the Why? hint. Every year. I'll, I'll give you the hint. His middle name is Fauntleroy. <laughs> He has a middle name. Yes. <laughs> yep. Then I no, no. Well, nope. if you didn't know, uh, they made their screen debut on June ninth, nineteen thirty four, in the Wise Little Hen. It is Donald Duck. Middle name with his lips. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I I think that's the first thing they could have done to the duck. <laughs> It would be more funny, I would think, if it was Donald D. Duck. Like all the D's? Yeah. The D's? <laughs> Donald D. Duck. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Donald Duck Day. So there you go. So good trivia for you if you're talking to your friends and then you'd be like, did you know his middle name was Fauntleroy? Bet you not too many would know that. <laughs> no so that's one the old- knows that. Yeah, no one knows that. <laughs> um, this is a public service. This is why we help you when we do. Uh, but I wanted to talk about a couple of stories here tonight. Um, one, I swore we talked about this story before, but it has now come to fruition because uh, the good folks, if you are flying at Air New Zealand, um New Zealand Civil uh, Aviation Authority is asking that its national airline 
way passengers departing on international flights from Auckland International Airport through July 2nd, 2023. The program, which Air New Zealand calls a passenger weight survey, uh, (laughs) I know how well this is going to go. It's a way to gather data on the weight load and distribution for planes. Uh, According to uh, Alistair James, who is the airline's load control improvement specialist, he says, we weigh everything goes on the aircraft from the cargo to the meals on board to the luggage in the hold. Uh, For customers, crew, and cabin bags, we use average weights, which we get from doing this survey. Still, weight is a personal thing that not everyone wishes to disclose. In order to protect individuals' privacy, the airline says it has made the data anonymous. Travelers will be asked to stand on a digital scale when they check in for their flight. The information about their weight is then submitted to the survey, but will not be viewable on the agent's screen. They will also place their luggage on another identical scale for separate weighing. Uh, He went on to say that we know stepping on the scales can be daunting. We want to reassure our customers there is no visible display anywhere. No one can see your weight, not even us. Now, this isn't the first time that Air New Zealand has asked passengers to step on the scales before boarding their flights. Domestic passengers took part in the survey in 2021, but the one for international travelers was delayed due to the pandemic. Uh, Among the people who may be asked to take part in the survey are those traveling on the direct flight from Auckland to New York City's JFK Airport. The 17-hour flagship route was launched last fall as a linchpin of Air New Zealand's post-pandemic strategy. It's also one of the longest flights in the world. Um, so if no. you were flying... <laughs> <laughs> and the horse you rode it on, my whatever amount of weight but is not going to move a multi-mil... How many tons is an airplane? Like, seriously, my... All right. I'm going to... Just... No. <laughs> oh, go ahead. You're on a roll here. <laughs> I am not a very large person, but I'm not a very small person. So I'm going to sit here and say that I am less than 200 pounds and more than 100 pounds. So that gives you a 100-pound weight range, right? If my 100-pound weight range here, less than 200-pound weight range here, moves or affects a multi-ton plane in the air, I have other things that I'm more worried about than my not-so-skinny butt, okay? Like, seriously. No! Wow. No, even better. You could put scales in the floor and never have to like. No, 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 no. This is this this reeks reeks of like when Siri or or Alexa or Google or whoever ends up going. You know, like hey, you know where I'm at. You're tracking my location. No, I'm not. You're tracking my location. No, I'm not. Find me a McDonald's near me. There's one 2.3 miles away. Then how do you know there's one 2.3 miles away? You're tracking my freaking location. Right. Don't tell me you don't see how much I weigh. You may not know it's me specifically, but you do know how much I weigh, and you know how much my bag weighs. No. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. I understand what they're doing. I get that they have to, and I understand that it's still going to happen, but I don't like it. And I'm glad I'm not in New Zealand. They can waste somebody. 
<laughs> it's definitely a no for me, dog. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it is. Um, I here's the thing. I really, I don't care, but at the same time, it's a huge. I know people who particularly do not, even when they go to a doctor's office, do not like to step scales. Um, mm. They have a huge issue with that. So what the article didn't state, and what I'm interested in knowing, is what happens if you get a person like that who just does not want to step on that scale and then gets really like anxious or some type of uh, PSD about stepping on a scale because there are people like that who absolutely freak out about stepping on a scale. And even though it doesn't show them and you say we don't know, that information still goes somewhere, you know? Right. Um, so what do you do if someone says no? I know you're doing a survey. But I think it should be one of those things where it should be optional. I hope it is. And you say, hey, to kind of help us out to, you know, figure out weight distribution on the plane. And if you can step on the scale, great. You'll be a part of the survey. You don't need to know your weight. We won't know it, et cetera, et cetera. But I hope you're not making everyone step on that scale on the way because even the thought of that, someone's going to be thinking, Somebody knows it, and now they're going to know a little bit more about me. You know, it's bad enough when you're doing this. It's not bad enough, but, you know, you have to know a lot before you can step on a plane, and rightfully so. Now you're kind of going one step more, and you're asking for that. What's next? Are you going to ask for a blood sample? Are you going to ask me if I'm single or married? Are you going to ask me, you know, about my sex life? Are you going to ask me, you know, uh, when I like to drink alcohol? I mean, it's kind of like, where does it stop and where does it end? I know that there can't be a lot of privacy when it comes to something as important as this, but weight is just one of those things where there's just so many different, uh, there's so many a good idea uh, to do that for fear that it is going to um cause a lot of issues for some people who don't want to do that. I hope it's an optional thing. Me too. Uh, here's the thing, though. Like, I, and I don't know if you've ever ridden on a carrier that says, once you take your seat or whatever, we can't have you moving around the cabin because of the weight distribution of the plane. And I always laugh. It's like, how do you know the weight distribution of the plane is going to... And I understand it's done by an average, but my... Mom is 95 pounds right. on her heaviest day. And I'm not kidding. She's a tiny little person. I don't didn't get any of those jeans. I got all my dad's jeans. Thanks, Dad. Um, but she's a tiny little person. And she's sitting next to me or she's sitting next to my dad. My dad and I are completely different builds and completely different weights. So if she changes seats with me and now I'm sitting next to my dad, Instead of, you know, like, how do you know? And so when, when, like, and this happens a lot on the more e- economical carriers, we'll go with them, we'll go with that <laughs> word, um, 
it happens a lot more on those carriers where they'll say, you can't move you around in your seats because, you know, weight distribution. And I always laugh because it's like, okay, how do you know? How do you know that that person over there that switched seats that asked the person back there, like, hey, you know, my wife's sitting back there. Do you mind if we switch seats? My seat's closer to the front. It's at the window. Right. You're in the middle seat. I'll take it, but I want to sit with my wife. And they've already discussed this and did it. Oh, you can't switch seats because of weight distribution. So, They're going to do it anyway. Like, so what, what is that really do? No, it doesn't do anything. I was going to say, so if I have to get up. Are you saying that I should look for a person that looks like they're 100 pounds soaking wet and ask them to stand too so that there's weight distribution? <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I don't, the majority of the people on the flight, like if you fill every seat and everybody's an average weight on the seat, you should have that, and I understand that. Do you have to weigh people at the airport for an average weight? Nope. Like, I'm sure that that information, the average person weighs, right? I'm sure that information is out there that's already been collected, that's already been agreed to to be collected, that it doesn't have to happen in your airport. I think that's where I'm at. It's just like, when did you have to worry about how much I weigh? Right. And I am so sensitive about my weight. I'm supposed to be much smaller than I am according to people. But even at my healthiest, I was less weighed less than I do now. I still don't want people to know what my weight is. That's none of their business. The only person that needs to know how much I weigh is my doctor and myself. And if I share it with somebody, it's on me. Anybody else, you don't need to know how much I weigh. You just need to know that I fit under the parameters. If you're average, what happens if you end up, not, no offense to the people that are a little bit heavier, but what happens if you do the survey on a day where a lot of heavy people are walking through the airport? <laughs> right? How the average is skewed. Yeah. Just, it, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of weird weirdness there that I just don't understand why they need to have that. Like, hey, we're doing a survey and we have to do it. No, I don't think you do. No. No, they don't. And that's why I was like, I don't understand because everybody weighs differently. Everything, you know, it's kind of like, what does it prove? And even then, some people pack lighter, some people don't pack lighter. You know, your luggage is going to be different. Like, you know, depending on the trip, you know, and forgive me, guys are probably going to have luggage that weighs a little bit less than women. You know, so, you know, last trip, and, you know, for example, I went on a trip with my sister and with my mother. My luggage came out at about like 25, 27 pounds. I think theirs came out to about um, 35. So like everybody you have to check baggage has to be like, oh, it has to be less than 40 pounds. Right. So weird. Yeah, so weird. It, it, I, I don't know what you're trying to do, New Zealand, but uh, – yeah, that's that's um, uh, yeah. Stop it. Get some help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could say on that one. Anyway. Thank you. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, retro moment of the week is next. Actually, got three things for you. I don't know why, but tonight they're all food. 
Uh, but one on this National Donut Day takes a swerve. That's all I'll say. Yes, uh, it's not what you think it's going to be. But, um, yeah, that's still ahead. And then coming up on the other side of break, we'll tell you what a Walgreens store here in Chicago is now doing. Um, other stores could be taking notice. And then we'll have a look at what's trending, and then we will have some potpourri uh, for you here a little bit later in the broadcast. But thanks for joining us on this Friday night. This is page one with LaVar and Mary. We'll be right back in just a moment. I like to take a ride very high in the sky with my three musketeers. I can't get far without my fluffy chocolate bar. Three musketeers. Luscious chocolatey nougat whipped up and out. Mmm. Then covered in real milk chocolate for that light fluffy taste that gives your spirits a lift. No matter what's around, that's where I can be found with my three musketeers. Dunkin' Donuts introduces cooking so much like homemade, they'll save people a lot of trouble. Our cookie's ready at Grandma! I'm checking the oven now. Just a little longer. Chewy chocolate chip, peanut butter chip, and I've never made oatmeal raisin cookies like these before. Dunkin' Donuts now bakes home-style cookies fresh every day, so you don't have to. Grandma, these are so good. How do you make them so fast? Sweetheart, don't talk with your mouth full. You're listening to Page One, Page One, with Lavar and Mary, your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's Lavar and Mary. Welcome back to page one with LeVar and Mary on this Friday night, June 2nd, 2023. You know, I think a lot of people, when I saw the comments about that Nestle's commercial, said that how totally 80s that commercial was because of the music. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I did not know. Well, I do remember there were three versions to that commercial. Uh, there was the original Nestle's Bar, and then there was their Alpine White, which a woman sang the lyrics to. And then there was another one. And if you go on YouTube, someone actually has a one-hour loop of the commercials back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. <laughs> so if you want a true 80s experience, catch that one on YouTube. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And then Dunkin' Donuts, who knew they had cookies? They still have cookies. But they don't sell them like they do the donuts, though. Like back then, they actually had a box for them 
insult them in like big, huge, like uh, you know, like just like the donuts. I mean, they were selling about like that. So in a lot of different flavors. So yeah, who knew? Um, but before I begin this next, I want to. Uh, put something out there because I know a lot of people see things worldwide. Uh, They see things about Chicago. This is a great city to come to. And it's just that, you know, a few things that happen in particular areas, unfortunately, has given the city a black eye. Uh, And you'll hear a lot from disgruntled people about how things have changed and things have changed everywhere. uh, No matter where you go, this isn't the only city. Uh, last year, there were widespread reports of uh, theft in a lot of major cities, including Los Angeles as well. If you saw the people at the balls, you know, pretty much just taking what they wanted. Uh, but there is a new anti-theft Walgreens store, and it only has just two aisles of touchable merchandise. Uh, during an earnings call with Walgreens investors earlier this year, the company's chief financial officer uh, opine that his fellow executives may have overstated the effects of organized shoplifting rings. And so now the company has a new freshly redesigned store right in the heart of downtown Chicago. And what was once a typical Walgreens, there are now just two short aisles of so-called essentials where customers may shop for themselves. If you want anything else, a bottle of booze, a deodorant brand deemed non-essential, you'll need to order it at a kiosk and pick it up at the counter. Um, after undergoing a few weeks of construction, the store reopened uh, this past Tuesday. The pharmacy is in the back and to the left, equipped with a fancy new kiosk system of its own. An employee will teach you how to use it. To the right, gated by anti-shoplifting devices to protect the inventory, two rows of low-rise shelves offer a very limited selection of those so-called essentials. Unlike the tall shelves you're used to seeing in your neighborhood Walgreens, this store's shelves are no more than five feet tall, giving everyone a clear look and what everyone else is up to. Um, And if you want anything other than those basics, you'll need to use an iPad-like kiosk where a sign invites you to, quote, let us do the shopping from the store's full selection. After placing your order, a plastic frame sign next to the computer instructs you should relax while we shop for you. When your order is ready, you head to the pickup FedEx Western Union counter to claim your goods. Uh, On Thursday, a company spokesperson said that Walgreens is testing a new experience at this store with new concepts, technologies, and practices to enhance the experiences of our customers and team members. Uh, and we'll continue to offer retail products and pharmacy services just with a new look and feel that focuses on shopping digitally for convenience. Inside the store, customers will find an area where they can pick up orders, digital kiosks for placing an order, as well as an area to shop for essential items. Uh, according to uh, in the article, they said that the visit felt weird after browsing both aisles of touchable merchandise the reporter decided to buy an ice cold Coca-Cola priced at $1.89 or two for $3. To start the checkout experience, an employee used their name tag to bring one of the self-service stations to life. It then promptly charged uh, $2.89 for the $1.89 soda plus tax, of course. Uh, the error was quickly remedied. Um, it is really a change of the times from when, you know, you could go into a store and, you know, not have to worry about that. Something like this kind of makes it seem a little bit more cold. And, and, and you know, you're seeing a lot more uh, businesses 
where a lot of things that were once out on the floor or once uh, in an open section, including some Walmarts here, uh, have a lot of things behind glass. Um, Your thoughts? Uh, Well, if people would stop being dumb, we could have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. So if I'm not opposed to it, I'd have to, I guess I'd have to do it, but it'd be, as long as I, I, I don't know, going into a store for something quick, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not opposed to it. I'm just not sure I know how it'll feel. I don't know that it'll be cold. It'll be just like if you ordered, like if I could order ahead of time and have it picked up, then what's the difference other than now I'm in the store? So that's that's the part that I'm not sure. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, it just, you know, it almost kind of seems like that uh, 1984-ish type of thing because it's just, I don't know. It's it's sad that we've gotten to that point. It shouldn't have got to that point. Um, I, I just I hope that's not the wave of the future. Um, that you can still shop if you want to shop, you know. But it, it kind of makes me sad a little bit, you know, because it wasn't like the necessary need for that wasn't technology. You get what I'm saying? The necessary need for that was because they felt that thefts were high. So in order to, you know, it's kind of like now you got to wait that extra uh, time if you are a normal shopper. You could go into Walgreens, grab what you want to your line, get out. Now, you know, and especially for older people, I will tell you right off the bat, uh, a lot of older people don't like the newer technology that's happening in stores. Uh, it is turning them off from the whole process. And if you think a lot of older people like Amazon, they don't even really like being on a computer or near an app. A lot of them don't shop it. Until you kind of make this convenient for them, uh, they're going to stop kind of going to those places. My mom, for example, does not, and I know with Walmart stores here in the U.S., a lot of them now are self-checkout. She hates self-checkout. Uh, feels that, hey, if I'm coming to a store, i got to self-checkout too. I don't like you know, picking up heavy things again, like a case of water or, you know, uh, you know, all these like things that pop, you know, and mm-hmm. I got to self check it out because especially if the, you know, the little scanner is not working, you got to pick it up. There's no other option. If I wasn't there, my mom wouldn't be able to check out that water or she would have to wait for somebody to come and do it. Uh, you know, technology in some ways, while it's made some things great, but necessity in this case for those who are good citizens, unfortunately now I got to go into a store, plop in front of an iPad, go and pick out what I want, and wait for them. <laughs> right. That's time. And that's just it. I don't mind sitting going into a store. I don't mind. Well, let's back this up. I would rather do the iPad shopping at home and then just go and pick it up. But I'm also, uh, in a, you and I are in a different generation. We're kind of in that in-between. But I know that my folks, no, forget that. They'd go someplace else. Yep. They'd be like, yeah, uh, 
yeah, I don't need it that bad. I'll go to, mm-hmm. you know, I'll wait. I'll go get it at my local grocery or whatever. Um, so, yeah, it just really depends. Yeah, so, no, it's, uh, I know, yeah, it's not going to be too welcome among those who are older. They're pretty much just going to be like, nope, sorry. <laughs> um, but it's it's sad, but at the same time, it's like it's that it, – I would get it if it came as like, hey, this is a quick way of doing it. Um, we'll get it for you. But it's kind of like the whole thing with trusting someone. I, I'm kind of going the story off, but it's like trusting someone at a store to like pick your produce. <laughs> I don't really trust you to. Um, oh, I know. Yeah, that's, there are a few things in my life where, no. But I digress. No. Um, trending tonight, uh, as we look on this Friday night, uh, Spider-Verse is trending. Um, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is now open uh, for your viewing pleasure. Uh, SmackDown is trending as well, um, as well as um, – well, a lot of baseball tonight if you are here in the States and you are watching baseball. Um, and then also uh, trending tonight is um, – well, actually, that's still sports. It's all sports. All this is sports tonight. Um, so if you are a baseball fan here in the States, you're in luck. Um, there's nothing but baseball trending. Um <laughs> <laughs> Also, uh, well, Jerry is trending tonight. The reason why is the good folks at Ben and Jerry's. I love these guys. Uh, ben and Jerry's it says released a brutal public statement attacking Elon Musk and announcing that it is ending all of its paid advertising on Twitter. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, they are pulling all their advertising uh, due to proliferation, they say, of hate speech. So, um, yeah. Bravo. I, I knew I loved Ben and Jerry's for a reason. Actually, there's a funny uh, story to that that was going to lead into one of the things is that the name Elon is the fastest falling baby name. <laughs> Elon <laughs> appears on the Social Security Administration's list of the most declined baby names of 2022. As new data from the Social Security Administration indicates that the baby named Elon, uh, earlier this month, the agency released the list of the most popular baby names of the U.S. in 2022. Uh, between 2021 and 2022, the name Elon fell 140 places from the 956 most popular boy name to 1,096, putting it in a list of the 25 most declined names. Uh, they said, while we don't know for sure whether he is the reason for the name drop, many baby experts believe the controversial CEO likely played some role. Uh, it was one of the fastest rising names of 2021 and among names that rise sharply for pop culture reasons. Uh, but they say it's relatively common for them to make the list the fastest falling soon afterward. Uh, pop culture namesakes tend to spike for two reasons. Either a celebrity has recently become a household name or something has happened related to the celebrity that reintroduced or reminded wider, wider audiences of their name. Um, 
And so uh, it's a familiar name. They say thanks to uh, him. Easy to spell, pronounce, and similar to fashionable names like Elias, Eli, and all the other boy names that end in N. But yes, it has fallen. <laughs> so they said, well, think of Yeah. Uh, but they said, think of Miley. It rocketed to 129 in the U.S. back in 2008 when Miley Cyrus was at peak popularity as Hannah Montana. But a few years later, as she shed her squeaky clean image, and parents avoided the name, it fell almost just as rapidly. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But yeah, Elon has, uh, you don't want to probably name your baby Elon. <laughs> and that is what's happening with that. But that's a look at what is trending here um, on this uh, Friday night. There's a lot of stuff from the movie that's coming out from Spider-Man that's trending. I'm pretty sure some of you will see that over the next few days. Um, if you're going out this weekend, I'm pretty sure you will see that as well. Um, are you planning on seeing that? <laughs> oh, Spider-Man into the Sp- yes, yes, and oh wait, yes. There's it's one. It's animated. Two, kiddo, and I love the first movie. The this is a sequel to and three. There's going to be so many spider people and animals. It's just going to be fun. It's going to be fun, even if it sucks. <laughs> uh, I think I actually saw um, a – did you see the AMC movie theaters that had the special collectible Spider-Verse popcorn container? No, but now I want to. <laughs> <laughs> so they had, I think, three of them that were available. I'm trying to see in real time if I can get you the picture of it. Uh, I know, I think I snapped a photo of it last night. Let's see if I can get this over to you. But there, um, I guess it says collect both Gwen and Miles. I'm I'm so not sure who these are. Uh, But they have the exclusive popcorn collectibles at AMC. The Miles Morales is the main Spider-Man that they focus on for this Spider-Man movie. Okay. And then Gwen is Spider-Girl. Spider-Girl? Spider-Woman? Spider-Girl. Woman. I don't remember <laughs> which person is a alternate universe that is good friends with Miles Morales in the movies. So there you go. Hmm. Gotcha. I'm learning. I've never seen any other movies, so I'm learning. <laughs> you know about Spider-Man, though, right? I don't know about Spider-Man, but I've never seen the Spider-Verse movies. I don't know. Sorry. You do understand that there are spider people and animals. I just thought there was one. I thought it was Peter Parker. After that, I don't know. Nope. Oh, yeah. No, there's so many other so, ones. So how many people got bit by that radioactive spider? <laughs> well, no, they're in different universes. They're different so... universes, which is what a Spider-Verse. So, like, Earth-363 versus Earth-2022. And that's the number, not the, not the year. But if one person from one universe runs into someone from another universe, wouldn't that disrupt the whole solar, like, <laughs> space-time continuum? Time, space-time continuum. <laughs> 
which is why the movies did so well. You are so smart. <laughs> I'm just giving you sh- I'm just giving you Anyway, I have no idea. All I know is this one Spider-Man is Peter Parker. That's all I know. No, there's lots of spider people. There's Spider-Pig. There's Spider-Noir. Oh, there's so many spider people. I I will introduce you to all the spider people at some point. So do they have all of the? Do they have all of the spider powers afforded to them as the main Spider-Man does? No. What? So they're not spider people. Yeah. They're just spider pretenders. <laughs> there are spider animals as well. Like the spider animal, um, the spider pig was bit by a radioactive pig, not a spider. What? So it was the other. So wouldn't it just be a pig? Yeah. Pig then? No, it was a it was a spider. It got bit by a radioactive pig. Oh, this is an Wait, entire a show. A spider got bit by a pig, or the pig got bit by the spider. No, a spider got bit by the pig. And it's basically uh, like a Warner Brothers movie. So think Looney Tunes with the hammer and the and, and just the way that it's drawn. And, yeah, you have – we're going, like, deep into comics here. So <laughs> deep, deep. I'm showing my nerd. I know. Yes. It's a spider pig. Yes. I think it's actually maybe it's spider ham. <laughs> yeah, spider ham. That doesn't sound as appealing, but yes. Spider pig, spider pig does whatever spider pig does. Yes, and now you see what they did in that movie because now they set up a bunch of other stuff. It's nothing but spider fakers. You can go see your movie about spider fakers. It's nothing about Spider Man. <laughs> We could go on for hours about this. All fake. <laughs> anyway, in the good potpourri news section today, didn't think that we would have to tell you all about this, but um, this Dateline Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming. A visitor to Yellowstone National Park was caught on camera in an incredibly dangerous, and you know, uh, I should say stupid, stunt. Park officials are warning the public to not approach bison and other wildlife in the park. But a woman who was seen recently standing just a foot or two away from a bison lying on the ground, uh, just so that she could take a selfie. Experts say that the woman could easily have been gored, and the animal then would have had to have been euthanized, though no fault of its own. The National Park Service advises people to stay at least 25 yards from bison, warning that they are unpredictable and have injured more people in the park than any other animal. Why? Why in God's good name? Would you want to get near a bison? I think we had this issue last year when some people were getting gored and pretty much like getting their butts handed to them uh, because they decided to tempt fate all for the purpose of a photo. Somehow, some way, I need to get like, um, you know, a clip. Uh, like play stupid games to win stupid prizes, but this is insane. Do we really have to tell people or put warnings out now? I mean, it's bad enough with food. Do I really have to tell you to don't go near the big animal that's like larger than you and can gore you? Yes, because people are dumb. Because people are dumb. 
common sense is not common anymore. It is just sense now. It's not common. And I don't understand why people try to outsmart it. It is not part of the outsmarting thing. Big, hairy, you don't even need big creatures. I'm not going to even do that. Anything with teeth can bite. Anything with horns can gore you. And anything that has hooves can kick you so hard that you will not, oh, I don't know, five seconds of your life before you die. These are things that happen. And I'm talking about everything. Little itty-bitty chihuahuas all the way up to wolves and bison. I just, they're wild animals. Even cows. I love cows. Don't get me wrong. I think cows are hilarious. I think they're fun to look at. I think they're great. Hairy cows over in Scotland. I am going to pet one at some point. Okay. However, I grew up in a town. Yeah, hairy cows. The hairy cue. Um, Anyway, (laughs) I grew up in a farm town. My grandparents had a farm. They had animals. I learned real fast that a mom, a mother pig, a sow can kick your butt. I saw three grown men trying to tie down one sow. I've seen three grown men fence hmm. in one calf, not even a cow, a calf. And it took three grown men. You, I learned real fast, you need to have some healthy respect. Problem, common sense is not common anymore. People are dumb, and people are dumb. People are dumb. I don't wish harm to anyone, mostly because not... I don't want them to get hurt. I don't want the animal to get put down for something outside of their control because people are dumb. But we are not top of the food chain people. We are not smart enough if we are going to be standing in front of something that can kick your behind. Into next week. I just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, what Mary didn't tell you was that seeing that uh, hairy cow was a moving experience. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Bad jokes for days. Yes. By the way, congratulations. Uh I guess. <laughs> I don't know what you say. <laughs> but um just weeks after the Godfather part two in the Irishman co star Robert De Niro announced that he was welcoming his seventh child at the age of seventy nine. Al Pacino announced that he, too, has a baby on the way at 83. Representatives for Pacino <laughs> confirmed on Tuesday. Yes, they confirmed on Tuesday that the Oscar-winning actor was expecting a baby with his 29-year-old girlfriend, Nora TMZ. She's eight months pregnant. Uh, though he has never been married, he has three adult children, according to People Magazine. His oldest is uh, 33, who he shares with acting coach Jan Tarrant. Actress Beverly, De- Beverly D'Angelo is the mother of his 22-year-old children, Anton and Olivia. Uh, Atala is listed as a producer of four films on the Internet Movie Database. TMZ said that she has also uh, been linked to Pacino since last April, and that she previously had relationships. And listen to this. She had previous relationships with Rolling Stones frontman Mick Jagger, 79, and billionaire Nicholas uh, Berguin, 61. Uh, news broke at mid-May that De Niro had welcomed baby with his girlfriend, Tiffany Chen. Chen is a martial arts instructor who was around 45 years old. Uh, Gail King 
revealed that the couple had a baby girl named Gia Virginia Chen Dendero, and that they have been trying for a baby. Dendero's oldest children are in their 50s, and he's been married twice. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> no, they might very much be in love, you know, with that. No, that, that, lady's, that lady's is some high profile fellas, right? <laughs> All older. Sixty year gap in age. That's just I, I don't know that anybody can have anything in common with the sixty year gap in age. I understand gaps in age happen, and people can make it work, and I get it. I really do. I do. And good on you if you can. But that's a lot of years. That's a lot of years. That means that the baby, when the baby turns 17, he would be 100. Listen, the, the girlfriend is younger than his youngest child. His youngest child is in their 30s. It. The, his youngest child could be dating this girl, and people would still look at them that their age gap was too big. That <sighs> when that kid reaches the terrible teens, he'll be eighty-five. Can you imagine that? <laughs> it would be like that keep the kid away, is... keep the kid away. I need my nap. Keep the kid away. They'd both be in diapers and eating baby food. I mean, and I love Al Pacino. He's one of my favorite actors. I love him to death. This is just, I can't, I can't. I'm sorry. If he ever hears, I apologize for making fun of you, but you really will be in diapers with your baby. <laughs> You guys should try them out together. I'm so bad. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to knock on the door, and then you guys are not never going to see me again. I'll be like, I'm sorry. I heard you making fun of me. Do I amuse you? Do you think this right. is funny? Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, you're going to get a knock on the door from Al Pacino. Uh, you know, I don't like no, to... big burly men working for Al Pacino. <laughs> right, right. Come along, <laughs> Mr. Pacino wants to see you. <laughs> We're going to make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> right. Um, I don't, as a Sox fan, uh, as those of you know, here living here in Chicago, uh, we follow Major League Baseball. I am a Chicago White Sox fan. Uh, my dear friend is a Chicago Cubs fan, and even I, when I can find chances to poke a little fun at her, um, the Chicago Cubs recently had to apologize to fans <laughs> after bobbleheads <laughs> featuring Hall of Famer Billy Williams were passed out prior to their game against the Cincinnati Reds. Only for the collectibles to have the wrong jersey number. <laughs> Williams, who played for the Cubs for 16 years and had his number 26 jersey retired by the club. Unfortunately for fans at the game, the jersey Williams was sporting on the bobblehead wasn't quite accurate as it had a number one on the back. The TV <laughs> statement Saturday evening apologizing for the regrettable error. 
The club said that they will get new bobbleheads produced with the correct number on the back and will distribute them to the 10,000 fans who received the incorrect collectible. Those bobbleheads will likely not be available until next season. <laughs> I'm going to tell you straight off the bat, those bobbleheads, if I saw that error, that bobblehead would make its way somewhere else. No one would see it. And when they went to go recollect them from me, nope. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no, nope. It's going up on eBay. <laughs> I'm keeping this crap. I saw that, and I was so mad. Uh, played for you for 16 Who was responsible for looking at the box? That's like, you sign for the box, you're like, okay, just put them over there. Not once looking at them until the day that you actually had to open them up, and nobody thought about looking at them. Yeah, exactly. No, the first thing that went through my head is like, that's like spelling Harry Carey's name, H-E-R-R-Y with a K, Carey. Like, come on, people. Mm-hmm. Or spelling it H-A-I-R-Y. So he's Harry. Yeah. How, 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 I, who's ever in that main, in that marketing office? All of them fired. All of them. Fired. Every single one. <laughs> Top down. Everyone, I would fire everything. You're in marketing. Oh, you're a secretary. Sucks to be you. You're gone. Like everybody in marketing, we're t- we're getting a whole new group. <laughs> None of you, from the lowest per- janitorial staff. I only clean the marketing office. Sorry, sucks to be you. You should have saw the boxes. You should have looked at it. Said something. You're fired. Like fired, all of them, especially yep. the highest up ones. Oh yeah. The people that should have been. <laughs> Those guys, you're supposed to be the end-all, be-all. You should have been looking at that from day one. Oh, fired. There's a lot of people getting fired. <laughs> oh, yeah. Missed it by that much. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even mad. You know what? I'm not even mad. You, you, I deserve to be made fun of as a fan of this club. I'm not even mad about it. I deserve it. And I, I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> that, oh, I'm so pissed about it's, it. It's, 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 it's not much, much brightest hour. <laughs> no. Not my brightest hour. I didn't do it. I would have checked. <laughs> I would have checked. <laughs> uh, the I mean, that would, that would be the equivalent of some, like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to get, like, maligned for this, but... Right now, who is the hottest soccer player in the world? I mean, you know their jersey number. And it would be like someone having a giveaway for that soccer player and having the wrong number on the back. <laughs> oh, that'd be like making – yeah, no, it's 100%. There's it would be like somebody every... having a Pele giveaway and not having his number on the back correct. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just, just no, no, it's so many – so many bad like there's a lot of things it'd be like it'd be like saying the black instead of the black hawks they were the you know they were the chicago bulls were the hockey team or putting the wrong mascot on it just there's so many things if you just don't do it you're dumb people are well, dumb. fired i'll tell you i'll tell you what's not dumb if you happen to meet someone who is famous and you asked him for a selfie and you wind up getting married to him. 
Uh, it's a scene straight out of a rom-com, except for this two-time Grand Slam champion. Uh, it's 100% real. Uh, Garbine Maguzra, who won the French Open in 2016 and Wimbledon in 2017, recently revealed that she became engaged to American model Arthur Borges almost two years after the pair met by chance in New York City. Uh, as Maguzra explains, she was set out to go out for a walk in Central Park around the time of the U.S. Open when Borges recognized her and wished her luck in the tournament and took a chance and asked to get a picture of her. So um, she says, I go out and I run to him on the street. Suddenly he turns and says, good luck at the U.S. Open. I was left thinking, wow, he's so handsome. Uh, Maguzra, 29, was born in Venezuela and grew up in Spain. She was ranked as the number one player in the world shortly after winning Wimbledon. Uh, the 2020 Australian Open saw her only Grand Slam final since then. However, she's yet to appear at another major quarterfinal since her run in Melbourne. She is currently taking a break from tennis, but certainly has more significant life milestones ahead of her during her time away from the court. And just like that, how you like that? Uh, it's hello, and now you're getting married. <laughs> Uh, I guess that would lead me to wonder who would you like to <laughs> see out in the street and ask for a selfie? Oh, there's lots of people. There's lots of people. I already said what I what last week, two weeks ago. Chris Evans, right? Uh, Did we Chris, say Chris Evans? Oh, yeah, Chris Evans. He is a good-looking man, and he's got a great sense of humor and a wonderful laugh. I'm just saying. But, like, I have weird ones, too. I have, like, Kevin James. I know he's already married. I don't care. Um, I know I have no chance with because I don't have the right part. So, <laughs> John Berman and those kind of things. So, it's like I, I have a lot of people that I would love to run into on the street. I also know that I'm not that – I'm not – so, like, I'm not a model. So, therefore, that oh, is not the response that I will get. I will get the, oh, that's cute. Thanks. That's what I'll get, and I'm okay with that. So, Chris Evans, who I know is out there listening, uh, (laughs) 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 we're cousins. He's got to be listening. I mean, I would hope. It's my cousin Chris. So, uh, (laughs) give us a call one day, Chris. Uh, (laughs) They'll owe me twenty dollars. But, no, uh, yeah, I mean, that is like a, something out of a movie. Good for her. Actually, I, you know, why do I see that being a Lifetime movie or maybe some type of movie in a theater sometime soon? Uh, I mean, that has, that's got movie written all over it. So, yeah. Um, it really does. <laughs> good for her. Good for her. Good for them. Uh, with that, the old clock on the wall is telling us that we are pretty much out of time. I know. Um, what? A little early. I, Where did I it... know. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was complaining uh, about my weight. That's where it went, damn it. We have pretty much reached yeah, the end. So, any shout-outs this week? Um, there is a couple of birthdays that are coming up in June, a uh, big one for Dwayne. So I have birthday Dwayne. That's on Monday. Um, hey, happy birthday. Yeah. I, I, we're going to go and eat at the same place that we ate at, at the other birthday. <laughs> I don't care. It was really nope. good. 
So if you're anywhere in the, in Las Vegas or in the Las Vegas area, Be Good Restaurant, spelled correctly, not like B-E-E. It's B, B-E, good. Restaurant experience. Excellent food. <laughs> G-O-O-D. I don't know. It could be G-U-D. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, like I said, it's spelled correctly. Everything's spelled correctly. <laughs> None of this weird, like, I want to be cool crap. Um, <laughs> but no, that, yeah, happy birthday to him, and then I, I'm good until later on in the month. All right. Okay. Question mark. Question. I'm sure I'll remember next week to be like, oh, crap. Dang it. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, no shout outs here. Just uh, thank you once again for those of you who tune in and listen. Uh, we are appreciative of it. And if you can pass the show along to a friend, of course, that's how we grow. Uh, but of course, during the week, you can catch me over on Twitter at NewsComicBTR. And you can catch this podcast, among with many others, on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, and we are with you here Friday nights, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Tell a friend, and I can't thank you enough. And as always in parting, um, be safe out there. Enjoy your week ahead. Uh, Be, as I will always say, be good to yourself and each other. And thanks for listening. Until next week, then. Good night, pleasant dreams. Thanks for listening to Page One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple, iHeartRadio. Spotify, and other platforms where we can be found. 